Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. At this time, every Monday morning, we're a pleasure, uh, honored actually to have join us uh, a, 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 a great columnist. He's on all the TV shows on Sundays. He's a, a brilliant guy. His name is Rich Lowry. He writes for the National Review. Actually, he's the editor of the National Review. Rich Lowry's on the line with us right now. Good morning, Rich. Hey, I love you guys, but I'm not pleasuring anyone. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. That is funny. That is funny. My bad. My bad. My bad. Hey, uh, Rich Lowry, listen, uh, before <laughs> I, I don't know how to follow that. That's pretty good. Hey, listen, uh, the, uh, the war in Ukraine, let's start right there. Uh, Putin's been humiliated big time. The, the Russian military has been exposed as ineffective, feckless, useless, a bunch of drunken uh, conscripts. They can't do anything. And, but the war still continues, still, uh, you know, uh, what is it, day 20 right now? So my question to you is this. Where do we go from here? Do we sue for peace? Do we, do we grant, uh, do we tell uh, Vladimir Putin, yeah, Ukraine will not join NATO. Uh, we will recognize Crimea. And uh, we'll also declare this a separatist region an independent entity and uh, give him that and call it a day. What do we do? Well, I think we, we continue to back the Ukrainians and hope they defeat him. And they're serious people. This still seems really unlikely to me, but there are serious people who think the, the Russians are just going to stall out and, and just not be able to take Kiev and, and just lose outright in Ukraine. Um, seems more likely to me they'll, they'll still eventually take Kiev and then, then perhaps you'll, you'll get some sort of deal along what you uh, outlined. But, you know, the, the Ukrainians have to have the will. The Ukrainians have to want to do that. And we're not going to be able to throw them under the bus at this point. So I'm not, I'm not sure how, how it ends. I, I am sure, you know, I don't want NATO in a shooting war with Russia. So, I mean, there are increasing calls for no-fly zone. We've talked before. I think that's crazy. I'm even sympathetic. You know, Republicans are hammering them on it. I don't think there's any defense, uh, um, difference between a MiG, you know, being an offensive or a defensive we- weapon. That's ridiculous. But I, do, I would be hesitant about Ukrainians flying MiGs off of a NATO airbase directly into uh, a contested airspace where, the, where they're in a shooting war with Russia. I think reasonable people can say that that's a, that's a line we shouldn't cross. But I, I think we're just, we're just in a, in a uh, status quo. I'm going to have to see what happens militarily on the ground. But you do agree that Putin doesn't look like the uh, dangerous monster that we were all, you know, petrified of a week and a half ago. He looks pretty, pretty uh, neutered at this point, no? Well, he certainly not on the way he planned. The Russian military appears to be you know, something of a of a joke. Uh, so, so he's not the you know genius that that everyone said. You know, there's a, a great quote from uh, a French statement, st- statesman. You know, it's worse than a crime; it's a blunder. And this this looks like a it is a crime and and also a colossal blunder. But he you know he's dangerous. There's a, a, a chance you know he could try to escalate this with the West and maybe you know use tactical nuclear weapons and then make us sue for peace you know as a way out. Uh, I think that's unlikely, but it, it's it's a dangerous situation. He's a dangerous guy, uh, and and I'm praying for the Ukrainians. 
Yeah, me too. But as, as you know, well, we had this conversation last week. I've been uh, steadfast in my opinion that this is not going to escalate. Nowhere near World War Three. No nukes. None of that nonsense. And eventually, it's just going to fizzle out with the Russians getting Kiev or not, and that's going to be the end of it because he just doesn't have the power, the money, and the wherewithal to do what he'd like to do. That's that's the actual fact that Putin has to deal with. But I will tell you that I became friends over the years, Rich, with this lady, Asra Nomani, and she's been on this oh, show yeah. with me and Bernie many times. Uh, you know who she is, obviously. So she was actually with Daniel Pearl, living together 20 yeah. years ago. She left that morning to go to work. Daniel, I think, was still back at the house. He was abducted that day, and he was the first to die. You remember, the first to get beheaded. Yeah. Horrible. Horrible. 20 years ago already, now we've got another journalist killed in the Ukraine or Russia, I'm sorry, this, uh, this weekend, almost 20 years to the day that Daniel Pearl was abducted and murdered, brings back some, uh, some horrible memories. Yeah, d- different, not as, nothing's as horrible as what happened to Pearl, right. getting a, a, right. abducted and, and beheaded. But these uh, photographers and videographers who, who cover you know, these so-called hotspots and conflict zones are incredibly brave people, just incredibly brave. I mean, they, they've put their necks out to, to get the, the shots in a way you don't necessarily need to do if you're a print reporter. So my heart goes out to his brother. He, he worked in tandem with his, his brother to make a lot of these documentaries and to his family. But so, something like that was inevitable, and we'll probably see, probably see more before it's done. So Rich Lowry on the Bernie and Sid Show. Rich, uh, of course, editor of the National Review. You have this uh, situation where we're negotiating the Iran nuclear deal, and uh, the Russians, believe it or not, as you know, are actually the intermediaries, the Russians, the same Russians that invaded the Ukraine. They're the intermediaries of this Iran nuclear deal. And at the same time, over the weekend, you had the Russians fire missiles into this uh, consulate in in Iraq, the United States consulate. And our administration is saying, oh, well, they weren't intending to hit the uh, consulate, which is absurd, ridiculous on its face. But, uh, I mean... We're being led by complete and total idiots, morons. I mean, I can't, I, I, I can't even fathom what they're allowing to happen right here. Uh, I mean, how bad do they want this Iraq nuclear deal, and how could they possibly allow the Russians to be the intermediaries? It, yeah, it's, they're supposed to be the foreign policy geniuses, and, and this is what we get. I mean, the, the deal, if it comes together, is awful, is much worse than the original Obama version, and they're relying on the Russians as an intermediary. It's it's just it's gobsmackingly absurd. I mean, it's 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 laughable, um, or it would be laughable if the stakes weren't so big. Right. So you know, you put, you put this together. Uh, they do the Iran deal, and you put that together with the Afghan withdrawal, the the Ukraine war, and, and it's just it's it's just a sense of things falling apart. I think people now are starting to move off this war just a little. Again, I know the journalist was killed, and he's still out there, Putin doing some horrible things, and Kiev is still up for grabs. But starting to read earlier in the paper, if you will, Rich, about, oh, I don't know, inflation, things Mm -hmm. that are affecting our country. Heck, even reading earlier in the paper about Tom Brady retiring or Mike Krzyzewski's last Mm -hmm. basketball tournament as a head coach. So I think people are starting to move off the Ukraine-Russia thing just a little after this weekend, yes? Um, it, I mean, it's definitely not as intense as it was the first couple of days, but it's still, a, I have Fox on right now, and it's pretty much all they've been talking about. So it's, 
it's still a pretty dominant story, but the, the uh, biggest... Fox just did a whole story on Mike Krzyzewski's last basketball tournament. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, there, there, there are a couple of evil people in the world. There's Putin and, and, uh, and, and, and Duke. You know? so, uh... <laughs> <laughs> that is great. Oh, that is great. Uh, I can't believe Virginia oh. Tech... Virginia Tech beat them. I yeah. know. Boy, it's, spoken it's, like a true Virginia Cavalier fan, which, Lowry, you're unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so what we were saying, oh, inflation is the biggest thing that's hurting Biden, clearly. I mean, we're clearly heading to, to double digits. Um, and there's nothing you can do about it if you're Biden. He can blame Putin, but it was going for more than a year prior to the, the Ukraine war. And he can blame, you know, corporate greed. But why did corporations just all of a sudden get greedy now? Rather, they weren't greedy the last 40 years. You know, that makes no sense. And so, and there's just no way to spin it away because everyone feels it, you know, at, at the pump and, and at the at the grocery store. So, so that, that that's the main domestic factor that's been dragging him down. And it's going to get worse before it gets better. And this whole uh, the new talking point, Rich Lowry, of blame Putin. This is Putin's inflation. This is Putin's, uh, uh, you know, rise at the gas pump. To a certain extent, it is Putin, but that's a, a minimal amount of what it's been going up for a year. And also, they say blame uh, Putin for j- overall general inflation. And the House just passed. They say that spending does not contribute to uh, inflation. The House just passed another one point five trillion dollar bill. It's like they've learned nothing. In which, by the way, there's fourteen billion dollars for the Ukraine. After the House rejected $4 billion for our own border. But the idea that inflation is not caused by reckless spending, uh, and they say it with a straight face, again, is just mind-boggling. Either they're stupid or they think we're abject idiots as well. Yeah. So, I mean, some of this is supply chain and, you know, mismatch between supply and demand, but some of it clearly is the overspending. I mean, they, they deliberately went out of the way when the economy was already recovering or recovered to do this massive so-called COVID relief bill to stoke demand. So if that worked on their own terms, that would have been inflationary. The Fed has probably been too easy, too long. Now you have Ukraine on, on top of it. You know, that's going to play a role in the, the energy prices, but the energy prices were already up. The, the wheat shortages you're probably going to get because of Ukraine and, and, and Russia being disrupted or taken offline, you know, that's going to be another factor. But the, the 7.9 number which in February, which was eye-popping on an annual basis, was before, you know, it was almost entirely before Ukraine. So it's to, to blame Putin is just a, a really weak and tawdry talking yeah. point. All right, on the way out here, back to a, a lighter point. A week ago today, you were on with me and Bernard, and Major League Baseball was still locked out, and uh, you and I both said, enough of this, billionaires fighting with millionaires, and who cares? Good news is they made it work on April 7th. The whole league starts. Uh, the Yankees taking on the Red Sox and the Mets taking on Washington. And now a flurry of activity with spring training games set to start in a couple of days, Rich. And your Yanks, you're a diehard Yankee fan, your Yanks, the Gary Sanchez era is over. <laughs> How does Rich Lowry feel about that trade with Minnesota last night? <laughs> is, is, is Gary Sanchez still a Yankee? No. no, no he's trade. on the Twins. It's, it's, it's a good trade. You know, I, I wish him the best. What was it, in 2016 when he hit 20 homers in like 25 games? Yes, yes. And whenever he hit a homer, you're like, oh, man, this guy's a natural hitter. <laughs> you know, he just looks so good. Yeah. But he couldn't catch the ball. I, I hope he relaxes in Minnesota and does better. Donaldson's a little old, but, uh, you know, if you get Donaldson at 30, he still has something. If, if you can get one of these first basemen they're talking about, Freeman or Olsen, you know, in a trade, that, right. that'll be a pretty good lineup. 
No, it is. I think Freeman goes to the Dodgers, but uh, you're right. They can get a guy like Olsen from Oakland who's selling off their team anyway, and Donaldson is a 20-plus home run guy, so it could be exciting. At any rate, whether we're talking about Vladimir Putin, inflation, the evil Mike Krzyzewski, or the Yankees, <laughs> you do it all, Rich Lowry. You're the man. You're the man. And he, and he refuses to pleasure us, <laughs> <laughs> and, which, which we respect, by the way. <laughs> Rich, that's a great job, buddy. Thank right. you so much. Thanks, All right, pal. Take care. There he is, Rich Lowry on the Bernie and Sid in the morning. If you've had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read all of their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today at 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email at Info at GoboLaw.com. Gobble Law, where winning is no accident.